we return to the Penguin Book of Japanese Short Stories with Planting by Matsuda Aoko today. This is a interesting story, right? <laughs> it just, it had me all over the place. Well, I mean, it's got a very, I would say, infantile delivery. Like, it's simple, it's repetitious, but it's dark, it's gloomy, and it is very vague. So we're going to have to talk about that today. I imagine there's people all over the board with what this means. And I kind of even wonder, why is this in like the disaster section? Like it's never really 100% clear, at least in the text, I would say. I don't know. Maybe there's something that we missed in translation. You never know, because this is, of course, written in the Japanese and translated. But let's go, th let's go through this today, because uh, our girl Marguerite, you know, she's got this routine in the beginning of, of looking for jobs sitting in coffee shops and she kind of dismisses them saying like, Oh, this isn't for me. What, what kind of a girl woman do you think she is from like a first impressions with the story? I think she's very assertive. She seems like a very strong, independent woman. I also think somebody that she is someone who likes routine. He wants to go to the same place or at the same time, read the same paper, do the same thing over and over that routine gives her stability and i think that as the story unfolds we understand why she may need that stability in her life do you think she is the type of person to discard things that she no longer needs no i don't think so as i read the story i felt the impression that the the planting or the the discarding as you say uh, is not in the venue of maybe how we would interpret it from an English standpoint. And I think as your your point brought up, maybe there is some disconnect there in the translation. Yeah. Well, you know, they, they use the word planting, and I'm sorry, I was going to look up what the Japanese word used here was just to make sure it was the same, and I, I ran out of time. But we see that she's planting at first things, right? Okay, a shirt, that's really strange to be like, my job's planting shirts. And then it moves. Like I wrote down one of these. It says she planted a bird with its wings pulled off. She planted a carpet stained red black with blood. And that was a very kind of WTF moment of like, wait, why is she planting these things? But but it gets even weirder because next it's intangible things, right? Feelings. And I think the first one was like a thought. She's like, I'm going to bury this thought. This is where the story takes that turn, but also gives you kind of the aha moment. So it is has a dual purpose, planting things, physical objects you can understand. And then it goes to that dark, gloomy that you spoke out of the very beginning. Uh, and there was one point I think she says she buries a, a beating heart uh, or that will uh, a heart that will never love again. And then there was like a tongue or something. And you're like, whoa, this is what this is what? And then when it gets to the intangibles, you're like, wait a minute. Is this all supposed to be metaphorical or some of it metaphorical? And that's where it kind of gives you that aha moment of what is this story truly trying to be as you move down this rabbit hole? Do you think that the things that she was burying were all connected, right? Like, like when you say beating heart, tongue, thoughts, fear, a shirt, are these all related to maybe a relationship or a person that she maybe lost or is no longer able to contact. Yeah, hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what I thought is, oh, is this pieces of somebody? Does each thing represent one thing? I can't speak to this person anymore. I can't love this person anymore. And even negative things of fear, 
or uh, any emotion, uh, I mean, good or bad, if you don't have them anymore, I know that people say all the time, you know, I, I would give anything to, you know, be with this lost loved one, even if we were fighting, that would be better than not having them at all. You know, she says she looks forward to opening the box to see what she buries. And at the same time, she also fears it, right? She's 30-something. We learned that she changed her name She when she first started planting. Her name used to be Makiko, and now it's Margar Marguerite. And this is her job, is, is planting. Do you feel that this is her way of working past trauma? Like when we say job, like is it all metaphorical? Is this related, you know, in terms of timing to the earthquake from 2012? Is this a breakup? And she's burying her past and becoming a new woman, a renewed woman with Marguerite as opposed to Makiko. Like, how did you take the name changes and all that? Very jarring in the story as well, because the font kind of changes and it goes into this introspection about her personality herself. And that that was a little bit weird, but I think it's very eye opening that this might be more internalized if you don't know, as you mentioned, the the earthquake and the devastation that happens in 2012. If you don't know that information and you take the story more literally how I did the first time I read it, because I didn't have that information or I didn't think about that information, is yes, 100%. I think that you could take this that Marguerite is suffering a breakup or a loss of a loved one. And that kind of comes true, too, because she wants a job with whom? Nobody, right? She wants a job that she can do alone. And that's kind of unusual, right? Most people, I think, are social creatures. We, you know, we like camaraderie. We go around the water cooler and have our chats and, you know, kind of vent our frustrations of our job. And not Marguerite. She wants to be alone. She wants something that's isolated because I think that she's struggling with a past relationship. She's struggling you know, to maybe want another relationship because she knows the heartache that comes if that relationship ends. I wonder too, because there's some quotes in here where that says she put her wig back on. She put on her glasses. She wiped her face with a handkerchief and took a makeup pouch from her bag. Looking in her hand mirror, she redrew the wrinkles. So we have her putting on a persona, right? Changing her name, putting on a wig, the glasses, almost like Superman, like, like, oh, I never noticed that Clark Kent and Superman almost look the exact same, <laughs> right? Like here's yeah. Makiko who is inventing a new personality and burying parts of her past, right? Do you think that the way that some people deal with grief is by renewal? Like if they bury their, their previous person of who they were, and become someone new, is that their only way of coping and becoming someone who can move forward because the previous person might be so torn, so broken, that they can't move forward as that person anymore? I definitely don't think it's the only way. I think it's definitely a coping mechanism. I think that for her as an individual, it seems to be successful. She is doing her job. She's fulfilling her task. She doesn't seem unhappy but she doesn't seem happy so i don't know but i think that this is a way of masking one's own emotional trauma of becoming someone else and i think it works for a lot of people she says that one day she hopes that happiness will come out of the box again right and if she's not 
interacting with others, you know, and she invents this new personality almost to hide perhaps from the trauma, from the loss, whatever it may be. Do you think she'll ever find that happiness? Like, can she find it truly as an island? I don't know. We've talked many times about what specifically what is an introvert and what is an extrovert. But I always feel I come back to human beings are social creatures. As much as I love being by myself and sitting and reading books by myself and playing video games by myself, I do crave, you know, that attention of talking with you, talking with my wife, hanging out with my friends, you know, or going to the movies with my brother-in-law. I I don't know. Personally, I think it would be hard to find true happiness or maybe find some happiness in isolation, but I think it would be difficult. Let's say this. If this is, you know, her really her way of coping with with loss, if this is related in terms of timing to the 2012 tragedy, I, I don't know. I don't know the exact day that it was published, et cetera, et cetera. But either way, I think it's something that maybe someone in that space can take a look at this, this very short story. It's very easy to connect with, and perhaps it can help them in terms of how they deal with loss and grief. I think that's another great way of, as I said, I didn't have that information. And as I read the story and it unfolded a little bit, and I felt I felt like it was so metaphorical. And then at the end, I thought that there's got to be more to this. It's just it's so rich in that repetitive nature. Just it's leading me towards something and I'm missing it. And then I looked up some information and I found out about the tragedy of the earthquake in 2012. And I thought, okay, maybe this is supposed to be almost like a literal interpretation of somebody in a country that has had a natural disaster devastated and they're literally having to bury their feelings. They're literally, literally burying, you know, people and toys and shirts and and having to put these things in the ground as they're covered with rubble from the devastation of, of an earthquake. I think that that's a fair, you know, assessment. I think that's a fair interpretation of the story, especially if you had that background knowledge of knowing why this story maybe was written during that time period for that event. Maybe. I don't know. All right. Well, thanks for spending some time with us. We're going to leave a link to all the Penguin Book of Short Stories, uh, Japanese short stories that we're covering. Let us know which ones you guys would like to see us cover next. And again, let us know what you thought of this. Did you have a very different interpretation? I'd love to hear about it in the comments down below. My name's been Una. Peace. Peace.